This is for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Josh Shawnee. And this is For The Players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast over 40 years of playing PlayStation 8 plus years in their gamers mini combined. We'd like to thank you for joining us for this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning, 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time on YouTube and 8am on iTunes, Spotify and other podcast services. If you want to be a part of future conversations, please join us on Facebook, Discord, comment below. If you're feeling generous, join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash popculturist. Head over there, check out the tears. Might be something there that interests you. If you are a Patreon supporter, you can uh, watch us record this show live. Yeah, no, I changed my hat. What are you oh, doing? I, yeah. I changed my hat. It was annoying me. So, and then I took my hat off because my head was really hot. It's very vomit here. You can watch us record this show live uh, yeah. by doing tears and things. Uh, if you want to support the Pop Cultures, head to popcultures.com slash shop. We can buy shirts with our logos and crap on them. Uh, we, are, we are also on Twitch at twitch.tv slash thepopculturist. And while you are there listening to For The Players on your podcast services, why don't you go check out the new show, The Young and The Wrestlers? I'm not affiliated with. Also, momentous occasion just there. You showed your hair without gelling it on camera. Mm-hmm. Know it. I can tell you're not well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like Russia. <laughs> Watch you just, like, edit that whole section out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's he talking about? We saw nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I've been hit with the the the, the old classic sickness. Yeah. Uh, my wife and my son have been patient one and two. Uh-huh. Well, both patient zeros, I suppose, for a yeah. while. And I'm like, <laughs> suck it. I've managed to avoid all of it. And, right, and, oh, okay. and right now, it's just this. It, it all is in my face. That's sad. Yeah. Sad times. It's good things. How you been, man? Yeah, good. Had a rough week this week. A rough week? Like a rough week this week. Oh, like yeah. a rough, masculinely, uh, manly week. First week, I felt like an apprentice. Nice. <laughs> I got banged with a ladder. I hurt my elbow. I got my hand pinched in a lift and it's turning purple. I got spat on. What? What? <laughs> We're at the top of a very big ladder. I yeah. It's a 10 footer. And we've got this little pump thing that we use to pour water in drains to make sure that they're not oh, yeah, like yeah. leaking and stuff. So we're both out there, me and the guy I work with, um, my senior. And so we do that and then there's water left in the hose. So he sucks it in his mouth. But then he realizes that half that container is poison. So just having <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, eh. like, oh, poison. Oh, sorry, John. And you're like drowned in poison. That's okay. My eyes are I don't need poison. <laughs> it was an accident. Yeah. He's so apologetic about it. <laughs> Although he had a customer that was like, what do you mean? It's not dumb. No. I don't know what I would have preferred. Mm. Poison water or HIV spit? Yeah. Why not both? No, but that's both, other than that, it's both right. have their pluses and mm. minuses. Mm. Uh, I've been playing Metro mm. Exodus, which we'll talk about. Is that our feature? Like Metro yeah, Far Cry? Yeah, our first impressions yeah. of both, yeah. Um, and much, much Apex Legends. Yeah, so I think you said, like, before we even start recording, you're like, yeah, so I've got Metro. Been playing Apex, but. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just it's really good. Mm. It's just really good. You got some wins and stuff. There's something about uh, playing with like two randoms and communicating just through the ping, the incredible ping system they've got, and like, and everything just comes together mm. and everything just works. And you get the win, and it's just like, 
Never see, never see you again. Goodbye. Mm. But I respect. I did the see chemistry that we had. You got some nice love in the messages this week from Apex. Yeah, I got it. We on my first win actually. Uh, there's two other guys who must have been in a or friends or something. He was like, you know, good teammate, man. You know, we don't get many, so thanks. I'm like, oh, you, know, you too. He's like, oh, you want to play again sometimes? Like, yeah, for sure. Cool. That's yeah, nice. Two friends. Because yeah. normally when you die in a game or kill someone in a game and a message pops up, you're like, okay, here we go. About to get blasted. About to get fucking blasted. But no, it was a nice, pleasant change. Man. I got like five wins, I think. Um, two of them, I got the game kill. Ooh. Yeah. That's good. Did it feel good? Yeah, it felt good. Is it feeling in that same sort of excitement pump that you got out of like Fortnite and stuff back in the day? No, it was. I never got that from Fortnite. Though. The moment when you got the win, though, were you like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like when you get your first win, it's always exciting. But it's like at work, it's, it's that game. It's like, I can't wait to get home and play this. Mm. Which you don't get much anymore, no, really. really. I had that with Resi. But yeah. yeah, just that anticipation. I can't wait to get on and, and have a good time. I got a win last night. I was pretty shit-faced because I went to karaoke last night and then got home. I had a few whiskeys. Oh, I had a whiskey before karaoke, probably three while I was there, and then another big one when I got home. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'll just play one game before bed. Got, got the win. Uh, I was like, yes, yes! And my dog's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I was playing a character I hadn't played before. I was like, oh, I feel like playing this dude. Mm. And yeah, got the win. Yeah. It was intense too because I died through the game. Probably about five squads left and I died. And then I got knocked down and then actually finished. Yeah. So the teammate can pick up your respawn beacon yeah. and drop you out of the ship. And by the time I, they did all that, there was three teams left, like my team and two others. But when you come back, you've got fucking nothing because you, your loot boxes wherever you died. But mm. the circle had closed, so I couldn't get back to any loot and right next to the supply ship was a shotgun in a in a crate I was like fucking this will do I got no armor I got no meds I got no shield I'm like alright let's <laughs> fucking do this <laughs> and you know the other two teams fought one of them one team lost and then there was one team left and we could see him just like around the mountain there and I'm just like fuck this <laughs> and we won and I got the final kill with my shotgun too very good. nice That's Good feels. That's a good story. It's an enjoyable game. It's very, very enjoyable. It can be frustrating because it is team focused. Mm-hmm. When you do get a shit team, you may as well just quit. Yeah. I don't because all experience is a good experience. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, there's, if, I, if my team's all the way over there because they've decided to go there without pinging to tell me like, hey, we're going to go over here. I'm like, oh, fuck, they're over there. Shit, enemy spotted. Fucking all right, I'll give it a go. You know, may yeah. as well. Um Push the risk. Yeah. And sometimes you come out on top and you're like, all right, I did that. And then the team... So you're like, you finish two or three guys by yourself. It's like, all right, whole squad wiped out. That's what like your character says. Like, okay, I'll fucking put my meds in and all that. And then here comes your team. They see the loot boxes and they're like, ooh, now I want to be a part of this. And you're like, fuck you, you fucking asshole. <laughs> so it's, t- it's touch and go. Yeah. Most games are average. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, that was fun. But when it all clicks... It really is a special feeling when your squad just knows when to ping, what to do. It is very special. It's a good game. Yeah, I'm still yet to to make the jump and download. I don't know why. I'm just like, Ugh. yeah, give it just give it a go. Yeah, I'm just not. Uh, and it's so quick. I'm not feeling multipliers. Yeah, but there's there's no like pregame lobby. You know, like for a minute and a half, everyone's just punching each mm. other. There, there isn't that. Oh, that's impressive. As the game is loading, your pi- your three of you are picking your characters. Oh, when when everyone oh, everyone's picked their characters, it goes okay. Here's your squad, and then it goes. Whoosh, 
here's the champion squad from the last game, go. And you're in the ship. There's no... It's like 45 seconds to a minute in between like, like dying it. and getting into another game. So I like it a lot. That's a yeah. good turnaround. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. They've made a lot of quality of life changes, which make everything just snappy. Yeah. And Metro, which are in the uh, yes, I've, I've been playing Far Cry New Dawn, um, but we'll get into that a little bit later. I have uh, I reinstalled Tekken Seven, okay, um, because we're we're at work and one of the guys who he, he's like, I'm fucking awesome at fighting games, blah blah blah. Mortal Kombat, I kick your butt. Some chi- some Japanese blaz blue bullshit, I kick your ass. I'm like, I'm gonna download Tekken. <laughs> Uh, kick your ass. So you're practicing at home? No, no, no. So I downloaded it that that day at work. Yeah. So I downloaded it in the morning session, the afternoon session. I'm like, come on. Got the combo list pulled up. No, no, no. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't need no combo list. Uh-huh. When it's Eddie, I know what's up. <laughs> yeah, just throw, yeah, just throw the controls. They have no, no. See, that's the thing. Um, with my days of Tekken three, like I know his combos. Like I, I actually, oddly, really sussed out how to work him properly rather than just smashing buttons. Uh-huh. The so rare like, Eddie player. Huh? The rare Eddie player mm. that actually knows what they're doing. Exactly. Yeah. So he's like, all right, let's do this. I'm like, all right, pff, thank you for the win. Retire undefeated. <laughs> PS, options, uninstall game. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like to his credit, he's like, he he will, he like he always pulls up his blast and like, look at the sweet combo I can do, but it's always against the computer that's not fighting anyway, like, yeah. it's not fighting back. The training mode one. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that, you know that means nothing, right? And let's play this, I'm beat your ass. Aren't you supposed to be helping oh, friendly. Com- it's totally friendly competition, okay. with a little bit of hate behind Sure, it yeah, <laughs> sounds totally friendly. Well, I can, only, I can only get beaten so many times before I'm like, you know what, fuck this noise. Hmm. I'm surprised that they, they haven't wanted to pull up Apex there, actually. The team, trio-based, team team focused. Yeah, our internet's hot shit right now, so okay. we can't do it like once we if, if we get new internet like infrastructure then we can probably do something with it could be good free three players yeah i'm, I'm certainly open communicating to it. is essential yeah, yeah. And it's not it's fortnite good. so i'm and it's not not fortnite uh i have also been playing this old ps plus game uh called pumped bmx plus okay is that one of the side scrolling yeah ones? yeah okay. it's it's a good palate cleanser like Oli Oli. yeah like pretty much BMX. yeah so before yeah. i jump into like whatever game i want to Really sink my teeth into. I just boot up, um, pump BMX, give a couple runs. Like, yep, yeah, cool. All right, cool. And then back to whatever I was doing. And it's good. It's a good little. It's a good little uh, like a junk food. Yeah, a little bit junk food. Yeah, yeah, it's very nice. Very, very good. Yeah. No, that's what we've been playing. That's better, I think. Oh no! On Wednesday, um, we for the stream we did do our WWE Wednesdays again. Okay. Uh, we predicted the Elimination Chamber pay per view using the using the game. Mm. That is the they're the best streams to do. <laughs> Because you don't have to do anything. I have to shit. Like I just make the game fight each other. Yeah. And then I let it do its thing. And so then who's winning the pay per view then? Uh, so AJ Styles will get the belt back from Daniel Bryan. Um, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose will be the first ever women's tag team champions. Um, I don't know who they are. Yeah, it's it's fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, Shane and so Shane McMahon and the Miz will will retain their SmackDown belts, tag team belts. Uh, Baron Corbin will beat Braun Strowman. Ooh, who wins the chamber? Like the chamber? chamber. AJ Styles. Oh, so there's two chamber matches. That's a, that's the women's tag team match and yeah. the heavyweight championship. Oh, but I thought the chamber everyone was in like a pod. Was like yeah, yeah. People. So the way it's working is so. So the last two will be Brian and Styles. Uh, no, no. So according to the game, 
It started with... Uh, who was in there originally? It was Daniel Bryan and someone, right? And then one by one, they all got eliminated and it left and it ended up with Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles. Okay. And that was according to the game. And then AJ Styles monstered Jeff Hardy. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the tag... So, cause, and so what they're doing for the, in the actual real pay-per-view is they're having uh, the tag teams in the pods. Mm. So that way they'll have 12 women in total. 12? Yeah, 12 women in total in the chamber. Sounds like a porno concept. Yeah, it, yeah. It's very, it's very tough. Just, I was talking to Paris about it, and he's like, "Hey, should we, can we watch the pay per view on Monday at work?" He's like, "What is in it for me?" I'm like, four women in a cage." Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Would have been happy with two. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it should be pretty sweet. Um, but yeah, I think that's what I played this week. It's been a pretty, pretty low key week. Uh, but you that's know, more than you've played a lot in the last month or yeah, so yeah yeah no, yeah no I could sell a lot of Little League, Little League games like what else like, but yeah I played a bit of every, everybody's golf as always so a lot of junk food games sort of because once I got Resi out of the way and I got Resi out of the way way faster than I thought I would have so I was like oh well hmm mm. there was a lovely trailer for Days Gone that came out this week though I'm pretty it was getting me pretty stoked for that game you are still like nothing on it I didn't watch the trailer oh it's pretty sweet I don't care like who's so at their wedding like but I shared a tweet and the I don't the, use Twitter no no but the the, the game the creative director and the open world d- dude they liked it that's cool I'm sure they do like their own game and they are <laughs> trying to retweet any positivity that's out there Wait. about it <laughs> <sighs> this is the section when we talk to you about the news and it's called inform the players we tell you about what happened in PlayStation games this week Number one, God of War dominated at this year's 22nd annual Dice Award held by the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences in Las Vegas. God of War not only received the coveted Game of the Year Award, it went home with a whopping 9 out of 23 categories, including Outstanding Achievement in Game Direction, Game Design, Story, Original Music Composition and more. In comparison, 2018's Game of the Year Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild took home only 4 awards. Eat a dick, Zelda. The only other multi-award winner this year was Indie Darling Celeste, which went home with the Outstanding Achievement for an Independent Game and Action Game of the Year Awards. God of War. Woo, Santa Monica. Yeah! Why do they hold them so late, the Dice Awards, compared yeah. to like, you know, we're like near, we're two two months into the year now. And it's like, well, is that normal? I don't know. I've, I, I, I think it's a positive because it allows for any late entrances in the year. Uh, because okay. you, know, you know how most, as I accidentally caress your hand. You know how most. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, so it's like most game of the year, they're like, oh, we stop, count, like, you know, we stop registering new games in November. Yeah. It's like, well, there are games that come out in late November and December. Mm. And I guess the Dice Awards are nice enough to be like, they're acknowledging the fact that it may yeah, take a little bit longer. Fair. And I guess it's probably the, with the only time of the year they can hide that event, that, that hall they yeah, use, probably. like, fuck it, we'll yeah. do it in March. Um, in so February, yeah, so. Good, good on Corey and the Santa Monica. It's team. to no surprise. And, like, what I love about the Dice Awards is it's not media, it's not the public. Not it's pandering to the Yeah, the like, these are all industry dudes and dudettes yeah like so for them for so, within, within, so the, these are the legit yeah these the, really? so like developers they know how it's done they know how hard it is they know the blood sweat and, and work they've and got a different perspective exactly so for them to all unanimously go yeah no this was an exceptional game this year mm-hmm. you know and for that you know like it was nice to not see red dead get jerked out as well it's yeah. pretty good yeah so sick of that game. You know what I mean? Because like it's one of those things. Like it's just you know, come out recently. Everyone was all super, super hyped on it because the voting was right after it released. Yeah. You know where with that a little well, bit. I of guarantee wait- you, when the voting was up, ninety five percent of the people had not finished that game. Yeah. 
So having said that, like having the dice a little bit a little bit later, then maybe they were able to sort of see the forest from the trees and look back and go, no, no, it's very clearly God of War. Yeah. Well done, God of War. Because Red Dead. You were our game of the year. Red Dead sucks. Number two, following its private beta that concluded last weekend, Ubisoft announced the Division 2's open beta will happen at the beginning of March. The open beta, I said beta and beta mm-hmm. in two different paragraphs. You've been watching Skill Up, haven't you? I have. Will be available <laughs> for PC, PS4, Xbox One players from <clears throat> March 1st to March 4th. I think for Australia, that's second to the fifth. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, This will give Ubisoft just under two weeks to make any final tweaks to Division 2 prior to its official release in Mar- on March 2015. Final tweaks. How about changing the whole game? <laughs> Back to the um, Division 1. Do they mention what's happening or is it literally the private beta but public? It's the same thing. Okay, exactly so there's, the same there's thing no reason for yeah. us to do it again sort of thing. No. Okay. Unless you... Well, may, uh, I'll probably jump... It's still on my console. Mm. I'll probably just jump back in and be like, am I really sure? Yeah. You know, mate, you know with... Because I was so hyped and now I kind of know what to expect going into it with that perspective mm-hmm. might change the way I'm looking at it a little bit, maybe. Um, there's no reason for me not to jump back into it again. Exactly. Just give yeah. it another reason. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, maybe I'll give it a go. It's very unlikely that I will. Um, it's mostly because it's multiplayer. But, <laughs> uh, I, yeah... Um, I, my question is one of those things with two weeks prior to release. Anything, nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change. The game's gold. Yeah. It's, it's, it has it, to be. It's pretty much ready to go. If anything, it might be some day one patchy stuff, but even then, what can they There'll really put in there? There'll be nothing fundamental. Any any tweaks will just be, you know, glitches, bugs. Um, but even then, as we know from experience with The Division, uh, it's very likely it'll still release with a ton of bugs and problems. Probably. Um, which is not a not a horrible thing, because, you know, it's, it's standard now, it's I suppose. It's just games. These just online games. games have a lot of moving parts games, and it's man. very hard to line up everything, I'm sure. Overwatch still has bugs. Fortnite still has bugs. It Apparently, I, f- I found out, I don't know if you can validate this at all, but I was mm-hmm. doing some reading about why Fortnite can still class itself as early access and in beta. Mm-hmm. On Xbox, it says early access. Uh, PS4 is beta. I don't know about the rest of them. Mm-hmm. That being in that, being labelled as being in that state lets them push out patches a lot more. That sounds about right. And then once the game is fully released, apparently they're restricted at how much they can update. Yeah, that is is certainly a thing, because I do know that PlayStation have uh, an issue, like like there's, I think it costs money at a point. Okay. uh, In in order to keep pushing patches. Because the game is ever-changing, because that's how they've designed it. You know, the map changes every week, and there's challenges, and they're putting weapons in and out. Like, every, every week there's something happening, and maybe being a full release, they won't have that freedom yeah because I, I remember one of the things there was a pc game that was you know so there was a game that released on pc and console and it was one of those things the pc was getting patches probably every couple of days just you know fixing stuff because under steam they have no issue with just going fuck here you go just unload all the patches where with, with places i think there is a restriction or some sort of cost behind it yeah. so instead they'll bank up a couple and they'll release with tens worth of pa- 10 patches worth mm. of shit in one yeah it makes sense kind of it should i mean yeah, it's just it's so bizarre. All showing to me. isn't it a slightly outdated model? Yeah, it's so bizarre seeing that game still labelled as a beta. It made nearly three billion dollars yeah, last it's year. It's not you a beta. Cannot class this game as a beta anymore. We're eight, eight seasons in now. Yeah, if that's what, if that's what they need to do to make it come together. Yeah, I understand, but something needs to kind of change because it's definitely not a beta. Correct. Uh, number three, EA's, EA and Respawn's new battle royale shooter Apex Legends reached twenty-five million total players since its debut last week. So that was a week 
at the time of this article being written. An update on the official EA website from Respawn Entertainment CEO Vince Zampella announced the news of the milestone, which also notes the game hosted 2 million concurrent players during its peak over the weekend. With hundreds of thousands of fans watching their favourite streamers such as Ninja Shroud and Dr. Disrespect battle out on their channels, Apex Legends managed to reach 8.28 million hours watched, beating Fortnite's record of 6.6 million during the second week of the summer skirmish. And Apex Legends has kept interest of top streamers and its viewers base has grown over time, keeping it in the number one position on Twitch for a record-breaking 10 days in a row now. The only game to have ever beaten Fortnite for that long. Wow. So the sticking power is still... I mean, we're mm. only a week and a bit in, or nearly two, nearly two weeks. Mm. Yeah, nearly two weeks, but it hasn't been one of those. It's, sti- it's still sticking. I understand that, you know, announcing you've got 25 million total players, but it's it's retention that matters in these games. It does, um, and that that's that's my concern with it being super pessimistic. Uh, uh, would be the idea of like, hey, 20, 25 million people are downloading it. But uh, how many how many people are playing it? Like I think it's because active players is playing at the same time, right? Correct. So that is uh, two million playing at one time, which is still a fuckload of people. Mm. Um, it's a very small percentage of your overall of your overall download base, though. And it's one of those weird lines. Like, yes, it's really impre- impressive when you compare it to other games, but I don't know about you. If I when I see two out of twenty five, I'm like, nah. But I mean, I have fucking because no it, power it seems like everyone that wasn't playing it was watching. The tournament exactly. they held on yeah, Twitch because yeah, yeah. 8.28 million hours in a week yeah. of watched. That's fucking insane. I would, yeah, I would like to see the the data, which I'll, they'll never release. But the idea of okay, so 25 down, 25 million downloads have happened. How many people are still playing? Mm. Not at the same time, and how many people are just They're playing? the same for Fortnite. It's probably had a hundred million downloads mm. at this point, but maybe there's only four or five million still playing it at the moment yeah you know you don't yeah. those numbers we don't get access to but you know th- this whole month for apex is just like here's the launch which was very smooth um props to them here's the launch we're going to iron out a few things for the month and then in march the first battle pass season one starts mm-hmm. and that's when we kind of see where this game's going to be heading yeah is like- the battle pass garbage is it not is it like blackout battle pass which is fucking shit or PUBG's ones, which is very, very bad. Everyone's over the Fortnite Battle Pass with these repetitive, boring challenges. In my opinion, the best Battle Pass they could do is the Rocket League one, mm. where there's no challenges. You just get XP for playing games, and that ha- that tears you up. Because putting challenges in these kind of games diverts you from what you should actually be doing. Like, if there was challenges in Rocket League, like save the save a goal three times in one match everyone's going to be sitting in the goal it's not fun mm. so Rocket League and so on it's like just play the game get XP and you'll tear up that's how it works no challenges yeah I want that really. yeah like I do I do appreciate them waiting the month to release the battle pass that yeah. does show a, at least some consumer friendly behaviour uh, which yeah like that's a big that's a it's big a little plus. bit of restraint yeah um like I said, I, I'm only because I'm not playing it. I don't understand the game. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I'm can being kind of meh about it. That's um, different perspective. But yeah, if I got in there and enjoyed it, it might be a whole different. It is. It is doing very well. Um, you know, the microtransactions are touch and go. Some, you know, some's cool. Some's like, uh, like a, a weapon skin costs eleven hundred of the coins, mm-hmm. but you can only buy a thousand or twenty two hundred as these games kind of go. Yep. Kind of the same with Fortnite. Like, the lowest amount you can buy is 1000 but a blue skin costs 1200 So, you know, you got some left over or not. But that 
that gap of that extra 100 needed, I will assume in the battle pass, every few tiers you'll probably earn 100, as you do V-Bucks in Fortnite. Every five or six tiers you get 100 V-Bucks to kind of buffer out that yeah. difference. But we'll see. Um, but so far it's doing much better than anyone could have expected, especially Respawn, because Vince has been pretty open. Vince Zampella takes no fucking shit either. <laughs> he just does not give a fuck whether he's under <coughs> EA or not or who he's talking about. I mean, he was doing an interview with someone about Titanfall 2, but an ERPR rep was also with him. Mm. And then I think the the interviewer was asking, you know, Titanfall 3, what's the go? And Vince is like, I really don't know. We're doing things. And the EA, the EA rep was like, you know, Titanfall will be a staple franchise for EA going forward. And Vince looks at him and goes, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. <laughs> you know? He doesn't give a fuck. And that's why I like him well, so Well, it much. makes sense. Like, Titanfall is like, it's a staple now that it's making a fuck ton of money. Yeah. When no, it- this, this was ages ago. This oh, was okay. way before Apex. Oh, I'm like, when we were burying it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, re- I really like him and he's he seems to be very transparent and open mm. with everyone and stuff. Um, so it's good. Yeah, it's, awesome. It's, it's very good. All good news. Uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment Worldwide Studios Chairman Sean Layden recently discussed why Sony is skipping E3 this year and how the company is focusing on fewer but bigger games. Quote, so retail has really dropped off and journalists now with the internet and the fact that 24-7 there is games news, it's lost its impact around that, said Sean Layden. So the trade show became a trade show without a lot of trade activity. The world has changed, but E3 hasn't necessarily changed with it. And with our decision to do fewer, bigger games over longer periods of time, we got to a point where June of 2019 was not a time for us to have a new thing to say. And we were, we feel like if we ring the bell and people show up here in force, people have expectations. Oh, they're going to tell us something. Layden ultimately spoke about how E3 might need to change into something more akin to a fan-centric show like Comic-Con. Makes sense. It makes total he's, sense. He's like we got nothing for you he's basically saying we got nothing new to show you this year yeah and us going sets an expectation which we know we can't fulfill it's better for us just to back off which is exactly which is exactly what we all sort of thought which which yeah. is great like there's no major complaints there for me at all uh, as as much as i would still have loved to see a position showcase this year mm. if i see last of us 2 again if i see death stranding again i'm gonna punch myself on the face so having them step away it if anything it means Excuse I think me. PSX when, is going to be quite big. When PSX in December kicks in, it's going to be rat. It's going to be massive, and I, I, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if you hear about PS5 mm-hmm. at the end of the year. Like they're like, well, we're not quite ready to talk about it now, but come, come December, because as it's you know, oh man, my nose is blowing up. <laughs> as is common knowledge that Xbox is working on their next generation console. So for that reason, I think we'll hear about it in June and that mm. gives them six months to final tweak it. And they'll yeah, be yeah, like, that's yeah. what we got. But if, if anything, you know, it, it also makes E3 to make it a little bit more exciting because it's like, well, this has never happened before. Microsoft literally have like, this is like, they the have golden, this is a golden shot. Like you could really, you could win the next generation here. Yeah. You know, which pretty much, which is when PS4 and Xbox One were announced, Sony won the generation at E3. Mm. Like, it, that's just how it went. And Sorry Xbox... Gross nose noises. Xbox have that opportunity. Um, so it's going to make it very interesting. Maybe not fun to watch, like, the whole thing. Yeah. But at least the Xbox showcase, to me, is quite exciting. Well, yeah, that's it's, it's odd, though. Um, when it comes to E3, you know, I normally would take a week off. I'd normally stay up late and watch mm. all the things. I don't think I'll do it this year. Without PlayStation, it's not quite as fun. <laughs> Just see where the times line up. 
yeah. for where you know who's doing what when on what day. Yeah, maybe there'll be one. You like? Well, I'm home. I may as well stream that one. Yeah, and if any, yeah, if any of you guys uh, that do watch this and do want us to do E3 again this year, we might not be able to do it live. But if we do them after I get home from work or something, you know, oh, we'll definitely do the. The, you know. No, but I mean like the the live stream, uh, so the streaming, the reactions. Like we we can do it to the to the uh, the vod later. Yeah, if, if you guys would be willing to watch that with mm. me or me and Josh, let me know. Uh, the top selling games for the weekending: tenth of Feb, starting number ten, Spyro <coughs> Reignited, number nine, GTA Five, number eight, Overwatch, number seven, NBA Two K Nineteen, number six, FIFA Nineteen, number five, Monster Energy Supercross Two, number four, Black Ops Four, number two, Resident Evil Two Remake. No, number three, Resident Evil 2 Remake. Number two, Red Dead Redemption 2. I'll fuck all these games with numbers in it. And number one, Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> What's number one? Kingdom Hearts 3. What's number two? Red Dead 2. Oh, that's nice. What's, What's number three? three? Resident, Resident Evil 2. 2. What? What's number four? Black Ops 4. Oh, What's number nice. five? Supercross 2. Uh-huh. What's number six? 19. It's ac- <sighs> accidental math. Uh, and then just quick bits. Completing the new overtime challenges in Fortnite will get you the next battle pass for free. Is that good? What? Is that a good thing? Well, you'd have to pay for the next battle pass if you complete some of these challenges. Okay. This seems very reactionary to Apex, to be ah, honest. Ah, makes sense. You know what I mean? Uh, Call of Duty 2019 will have a campaign. And Harmonix have announced Audica, a VR rhythm shooter. Yeah, it looks dope. I'll put that in for you. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's like Beat Saber, but with guns. You're like, pew, 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 like playing the music. That sounds yeah, cool. No, I'm that totally sounds in. very cool. Um, I don't think they mentioned it was coming to PlayStation, or did they? No, at the moment, uh, there's going to be like a demo on the Vive and the yeah. Oculus. Speaking of other quick bits, though, apparently... Uh, oh, actually, I've got one more too. PlayStation have uh, re uh, altered a patent around what could potentially be new VR controllers. So it's the, you know, most patterns, you know, can always end up being nothing and that's a thing. But these, this isn't actually an updated pattern. So it was originally uh-huh. submitted. They've come back and tweaked it, which to me... So they should, they should have R, done it. That's R&D. They should have done it from the start. Because yeah, the so move controllers are fucking awful. They are, they are disgusting controllers. They are big awful. I hate them. I hate them. And then after using the Vive controllers, which are spectacular... Yeah. It's just like, nah, the move is yeah, the bite. Yeah, the bite. Um, one last one that I just found before we started. During the latest financial briefing, Ubisoft confirmed that it is planning to release between three and four AAA games during the next financial year. So this is not including the Division 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next financial year runs from April 1st, 2019 to March 31st, 2020. Meaning these games could be released anytime within the next 12 months. All we know of is Skull and Bones. Uh, here we go. Prediction terms. Skull and Bones... Uh, uh, Did we traditionally hear about Assassin's Creed before this point in the year? Like Odyssey and Origins? Uh, they mentioned that. I, th- the I think before? it's been known they're not doing one this year. Okay. So I'm thinking... Splinter Cell. Yeah, yeah, it was it. Uh, I, I was like, Tom Clancy's something. <laughs> yeah, uh, 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 Skull and Bone, Splinter Cell, Watch Dogs 3. No. And... Beyond Good and Evil. <laughs> I'm gonna say There's no. To, I'm gonna say bets. no to Watch Dogs Three. They would. They. You know how Ubisoft are. They would have started if it was releasing in the next year. We would have heard about it at mm. E3 last year. They would already be drumming it up. That's just what they. Well, do. they have until March of next year, so they can always announce yeah. it at, at E3. Uh, at E3. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, I don't really care about any of those games you listed, to be honest. But yeah, me either. Skull and Bones could be cool. Yeah, but like, I good. forgot about it until yeah, we mentioned see. it a minute ago. Because, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, that was the must be the better version of, uh, of Sea of Thieves. Yeah. And then they released that Apex, whatever the... Not Apex, what was it called? Atlas. Atlas. The, um, Arc, the guys, the Arc guys did. Ark made some which giant boat game, which was bite. Yeah. Apparently, because it was all code from Ark, so people 
managed to get into it and like start spawning dragons and shit in the game and <laughs> just a fucking man. a very good YouTube hole to go down is the problems with Atlas it's just fucking hilarious the biggest problem with Wildcard Studios is they've barely finished Ark they and they, they have yeah so like the game is riddled it's with like problems. when it was in early access and they released an expansion for it it's like the there's, like finished the first finished game. the base game so like hey we haven't finished Ark yet but here's another game yeah. about pirates but it's all the same code as Ark and people have found people have found things like it's it's arc, yeah. Just with the pirate skin over the top. Um, I don't like that studio at all, to be honest. Yeah. Um, that's it for the news, Ryan. As we have a chat to the players about Metro Exodus and Far Cry New Dawn. Yeah. So these are, these will be our first impressions. Now I've spent a couple of hours with Far Cry. Uh, we I did receive it on uh, as embargo drops like 10 p.m. on Thursday. Last night, yesterday, you messaged me. No, because I played it last night. It was yesterday. It was you messaged Thursday. me in the afternoon. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Well, I yeah. I installed it Thursday night about ten o'clock. I was wrong. So big thank you to it, Ubisoft it, it once Thursday again. That you yeah, once again for, for hooking us up with a copy. Uh, we do do truly appreciate it. Uh, yeah. I watched you play it for a little bit when I got here. Yep. I haven't touched it. I've only just seen what Ryan's played. Yeah. No, we'll let you drive in a we'll drive in a metro first. Okay. You were pretty super keen on this, so. Yeah. So I dropped Alex off at school yesterday morning. Straight up to JB copy very excited put the disc in like installing 55 gigs like oh, oh perfect fuck <laughs> so no i did all my housework helped dad with some things i had yesterday planned to just play metro like all mm. day um but i didn't end up playing till about three then i had to do school pickup and then i had went out to do karaoke last night with my dad so i only played for about two hours it's metro mm. Um, I'm, I've just gotten up to the bit where... Oh, so what, what's the premise of the premise is, okay, I'm going to include spoilers for the first hour of the story. Um, so 20, 2033 and Last Light, essentially the Russian apocalypse has happened. Everyone's living in the, in the, sub, in the metro, hence, hence the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as far as anyone can tell, these are the last survivors on the planet. No radio contact anywhere around in the world nowhere outside of Moscow no one's talking to anyone and the first within the first hour of uh, Exodus you find out that there's a certain group of people that have some crazy jammer that were jamming out literally the rest of the planet and you're like and you break it and then you just hear like China and Japan everyone's like blah 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 on the they're like holy shit like we're not alone like this what the fuck it's huge so uh, from what I can tell so far, you've got to find out why they were doing that, mm-hmm. like why they would can't try and jam it. Um, and you also get the train to yeah, take take you around take you around places. The opening of the game is very cool. It is very Metro, like you... Because you, Metro's always felt very alone and the, mm-hmm. its strengths are in the, the ambience and the atmosphere is like very just intense and bleak and you just you feel so isolated and alone while you're playing that game. Like in the first two games, when you sometimes you're with NPCs and sometimes you're not, and then they're like, "Okay, you go that way, and we'll all go this way." And you're like, "No, please come with me. Yeah. Please come with me. I don't want to do this alone." And it's so it's yeah. like your heart just from the start. You start up on on the surface world as Artyom. This is a conclusion of Artyom's story, and he's is Artyom the character. He's the main three. character from one and two. Yep. So you're this is. Uh, they've said this is a conclusion of his story and between Last Light and here you find out that he's been 
on the surface world like an obsession. He's like, there must be more people out there. That's that's his. I'm going to find them. Mm-hmm. This is my goal. And you start out on the to- on the surface world, but you go back to the metro underground because you. Gas mask. Your shit's starting to run out. You need supplies and all that. So here's a question that I'm sure you may, have get, may get to. So if everyone requires gas masks to live on the surface, how are they using this train? Well, that's what we need to find out. Now, the train had its own... From what I can tell, it has its own thing to stop. Okay. To stop the radiation. I've only just gotten to the bit where you get the train. Okay. And they're having that conversation. I'm like, fuck I'm like, is it, just ra- is it just radioactive where they are? And once they exclude no, that's this what radioactive to, that's bubble... That's what we need to find out. Okay. Because, um, like, in the trailer, there's just a woman hanging out the side of the fucking train. <gasps> and I'm like, how is she not dead? Maybe it's not as bad up there anymore. Mm. But from when I was up there, the mask still needed to be changed and stuff like that. Um, like I said, I've only played the first maybe two hours so far. How's um, it look? But it feels very metro. It looks very metro. There's a very clear aesthetic they've got. And it is just, at the moment, snow and broken buildings. But it is very consistent throughout all the games. It mm-hmm. looks exactly how you'd expect metro to look. It feels exactly how you'd feel metro like expect it to feel. You've still got your lighter to like light up um spider webs and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it, it was very ambient. The the opening segment you are in the tunnels by yourself, you can hear you see the creatures like they'll dart through like pipes and you're like, Oh fuck and you hear gunshots like way off. It's v- very ambient and you, you do feel very claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. Um the the voice acting is kinda cheesy as always. It is I'm playing uh English spoken, but it's by uh, Russian speakers. So you still got that really thick Russian accent to it. Uh, can you play it in Russian with English subtitles? I believe you can. It's a setting you've got to change, I mm. think. That'd be but I think cool. that might be PC only. I'm not sure. I saw people talking about it. I'm like, I don't quite understand mm. what you're saying. Um, one of the characters is very kind of, I think, overacted Anna, Artyom's wife. Okay. Uh, she seems to be just really, just a little bit too much. Uh, same voice actor from Last Light, but you know she loves you, and she's like, "Way, Artyom, you're alive!" No, look, it's very good. It, it feels very consistent with the Metro series. Mm-hmm. And one thing they do in Metro, which I don't think a lot of other games do, is people talk over each other a lot, which is what happens. In real life, yeah. Do Whereas it in, in many games, you're doing it right now, fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs> um, in many games, you know, someone will speak their line, and then the next person will speak, and then the next person will speak, and there's no crossover. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, like, when I got back from the surface world and met up with the old squad, they're all like, they're all talking to me at once, and it's it's overwhelming. You're like, fuck, and there's like. And it's like, you know, just give him some room. And you're like, yeah, please give me some fucking room. Mm. But it makes it feel much more alive because, you know, if someone walks in the room, everyone's like, hey, what's up, buddy? And everyone's talking and you're like, whoa, fuck. Same kind of thing. Everyone talks over each other. It's very kind of natural. Mm-hmm. In that. But it is very jarring in a video game as well. And they did it in the other games too. But you don't expect it. And you're like, fuck, there's so much happening. Like you'll walk past two groups of people and they'll both say something to you. And you're like, <laughs> who, do, who do I respond to and you kind of miss half like what would you say again because that guy was speaking like that's all very natural in that way very cool um, I'm planning on playing it pretty much for the rest of the day yep once I get home today uh, I'll have more more n- next week hopefully mm-hmm. probably finish it apparently it's 15 to 20 hours if you just kind of cruise through the story I'd want to do a bit more than that I like to explore yeah I'm hoping to, pu- to, to push through Far Cry and might yeah. be able to good old probably it's 35 well. to 40 hours to kind of see everything mm-hmm. Or about half that if you just do the story. I'll probably do a bit of both. Yeah. 
like like I did with Assassin's Creed. At the start of Assassin's Creed, I was like, I'm going to do everything in this game. And then you get halfway through, you're like, there is so much. I've had it. I've fucking had enough. Uh, but Metro might not be like that. Uh, but so far, yeah, it feels very Metro. If you like the first two, you're going to like this one. Too busy. All the all the the epic game store and Steam shit aside, because I don't give a fuck. It doesn't affect us. Doesn't affect but me. But console at all. places. Not commenting on that at all. I did comment that on Reddit though. There's like there's so many threads about it, and I'm just like, just play on console. Downvoted. <laughs> There's two oblivion. I got fucking annihilated. I'm like, Meh. worth it. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, no. I'll have a lot. I know I don't have a lot to say about it today. Time, time was sparse. We had to do this today instead of tomorrow because you need to be out tomorrow. Yeah. We were planning to have an extra day with these games, but yeah, no. Uh, inconveniently, my uh, my niece is having a birthday. <laughs> no. Inconveniently, I just I forgot. Yeah. Even like she has one every year. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll, I'll definitely speak a lot more about it next week. Yeah. So have, having playing it though, uh, sorry, having played it now though, is it still drawing you to do more? As in, as like, is it? enticing you kinda mm. Apex has just really got its hooks in me yeah and it's a very Apex is a very very fast game you can the zip lines you slide down hills and all that kind of stuff whereas Metro is very slow and very kind of methodical you know you take a very strategic approach to Metro um, it's just got to be in a different mindset and I'll probably just keep jumping between the two yeah um, until you know Metro might just go gotcha hmm and then that's it <laughs> until it's done you know so with uh exodus because well, this is one of the big questions so the, I've, the the trailers that i've seen mm. the game looks immaculate mm. uh with with last light and 2033 being ps3 up reses to ps4 mm. how much better does this game look comparatively it's noticeably smoother in the textures and all that I'm I'm pretty convinced that all the trailer footage is like the top end PC, mm-hmm. like the best you can ever ever get. And no, it doesn't look as good as the trailers on console. Because one of the big things behind Metro was was pushing the RTX graphics card. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so the definitely on card. PC, like if if it's all for the visual stuff you want, well, you know you're gonna have to play there. But um, it looks great. It it does look like a, it looks like a 2018 game. Awesome. You know, we're, it's, we're only we're only 2019. But we don't like it. Doesn't look like The Last of Us Two is gonna look or anything. Yeah. Um. It's perfectly acceptable. I'm not a graphics slut. Oh. But it looks good. Nice. Feels good. It's Metro. It's Metro. But maybe it won't be next week when I actually <laughs> have more to say. So about. yeah, we'll uh, you'll hear more about Metro Exodus next week as we uh, bullshit more about that over the next week. Yeah. Keep it on the socials. Far Cry that you don't use. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So Far Cry New Dawn uh is a spin off. Of Far Cry 5. Oh, I forgot to mention the start of the show. I've been playing Far Cry 5 this week. Um, so, in sort of lead up to New Dawn, I, I have fe- been... Sorry, I found um, Far Cry 4 was at EB Games for four bucks. Four bucks. Yeah, I nearly picked it up. I didn't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, went, I have gone back to play Far Cry 5 to sort of really have an understand, remember what it was like. You played that game like a year ago at this point or some shit. I, I would love... Sorry to interrupt. No, that's but fine. I would love a linear Far Cry game mm. because the opening of Far Cry 5 I was like this is fucking sick with um was it Joseph Joseph Seed Joseph Seed I was like this is awesome and then it's like bleh and you got the big world and all mm. that I'd love like a 10 hour just here's a Far Cry campaign yeah without all the opening because the storytelling like the characters they make are always consistently really really good um, but I feel like you don't get to see enough of them mm. or by the time you do see them again you're like 
All right, that's just a random. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this uh, the Far Cry New Dawn is a, is almost a reskin of Far Cry Five, and the, the, they've been very open with that, so they're not it's not doing a dirty in any way. Uh, so they're that, not charging full price. Exactly, it's one that they're charging uh, slightly less than full price. Uh, so it is set seventeen years after the ending of Far Cry Five. Which, in order to play this, the ending does have to be spoiled for you. So, apologies in advance. Uh, at the end of Far Cry Five, Joseph sees stop nuclear bombs uh, and just blows living fuck out of Home County. And presumably the surrounding area. And the surrounding area. I mean, it's not like yes. the mountains stop the radiation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so it's 17 after those bombs have dropped. Uh, so, the world has uh, regrown anew. And that's what. It, In so, neon. So, the first, yeah, so the first thing you'll notice is. With Far Cry 5, even that game, the contrast was pretty high. A lot of the colors popped. It was very vibrant. It was very natural looking, but sort of saturated in a very nice way. Uh, with this one, the first thing you notice, it is still very saturated. But because of a lot of the, the use of neon color, we find that it pops even harder. Mm. In a good and a bad way sometimes. Mm. Um, see, the big... Di- see, visually, it does compare to the likes of Rage 2, but with Rage 2 being more post-apocalyptic in that the world is very brown. I and say, the- Rage 2 seems very desert. Yeah, so it's very a brown, a lot of yellow yellows. So then having the neon pinks and the blues and the greens or whatever, it really stands out harder, but it also because it's popping against a, a bland backdrop, it doesn't seem as overbearing. Mm. Um However, saying that though, I do still kind of like the aesthetic here. I think it's really kind of cool. So a lot of the vibrant colors comes in the place of the highwaymen, which are the bad guys that you'll see around and about Hope County. Uh, and you do, uh, with the two main villains being the sisters you see on the front cover, whose names are Mikey and Lou. Uh, so they're sort of the heads of the highwaymen, I guess. Uh, who, who are do you have? Who are the highwaymen? Like, is that? They're just, they're just, so after, so they're, they're just, where they come from? Bandits. They're just bandits. So uh, after the renewal of the world and everyone came out of their bunkers and started rebuilding the world around them, you know, everyone was all nice and peaceful and just kind of focusing on society. And then, of course, like everyone, they're like, hey, fuck you. And they just came in. So apparently, these, they came from the West. So they came from external to Hope County because Hope County was sent in the uh, Montana, which is, I believe, is the like northeast uh, of America. So they've come in from central uh, from Central America just to come and just take what what they don't have, pretty much. So just being and paying everything pink. Just being dicks and paying pink. Where do they get all that pain from? I don't know. There's a, they need a lot. Yeah, maybe Hope s- County's a big place. Yeah, maybe somewhere in yeah central. Maybe there's a big pl- pl- uh, yeah, paint plant mm. as all coming through. Um, so far, in terms of the villains, like they, they are in no way yet as intimidating or as impressive as the seeds or like the seed family or Joseph Seed himself. Like when you see Joseph Seed for the first time, like it is fucked. You're like who is this dude he scares the shit out of me and like I'm pretty sure he doesn't blink for the whole opening like, intro this guy's fucking crazy like this like there is something here and these just seem like two angry girls that are just your bad guys like there's nothing compelling about them yet and like, even in the opening intro like there's n- aside from them kind of cracking the shits and beating up a dude with a helmet like there's they, they don't have that same allure that the Joseph Seed had or Vass had or even Pagan Min from Far Cry 4 mm. like they all had a very big demeanor around them I don't think it's because they're women I don't think it's because they're twins it might be because they're twins you have to separate that over two characters rather than really honing in on one awesome character well, maybe she was and the nuke 
split her oh, into shit. two and she's trying to like merge back into one and rad. then she becomes like that oh fuck maybe I was saying that though <laughs> like there there is time for it to be bigger and better and cooler and whatnot um the game is that yeah so aside from the colorist the color aesthetic the game looks fantastic um it looks really really good it's, it's, everything's very sharp and crisp and, and solid um there are a lot of changes in terms of gameplay systems uh it, although it is primarily the same as far cry 5 they've now added a lot more uh, rpg style mechanics so you're now seeing health health bars above heads you're seeing how many uh, health points you take away with your attack uh there is now an although there has always been the loot system in far cry they've now put that to the nth degree and you now have tiered loot so you have the gray being your standard uh, then i believe it's blue purple and then gold Uh and each of them obviously have more strength more powerful so they are bringing in kind of what we saw in the likes of assassin's creed uh, odyssey uh, and origins which Which also means it's not so open world anymore doesn't it I mean, you're going to go to some areas where you're like, totally I true. Can't yes, do this. that is certainly. Correct. I actually can't do this. That is certainly correct. So, uh, when you find enemies in in the in the wild, they will the color of the bar above their head matches the the weaponry in the terms of like, hey, if you don't have a blue tier gun, you're going to have a tough time. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I like there's an I like there's a new way to sort of change the game in a way is there any, sorry is there any way on the map to kind of tell what area has kind of what strength enemies uh, I, don't. I don't believe so so in the map rather than starting somewhere in the center like you do in far cry 5 you start in literally the bottom left hand corner so as you progress out i can out. only assume it's going to get more difficult as you go um and so with far cry 5 you had the opening to be like go see whoever you want like we recommend you go see the brother first that's fine if you don't want it that's just whatever I went it. to the sister yeah with like the crazy drug Bliss. shit yeah her yeah um yeah so like they're, they're clearly funneling you down a bit more of a path a bit more I guess which you'll probably get a kick out of um it's a bit easier Maybe. saying that though when the game when, when you do open when you do get to Hope County and you do do your first mission the first mission is hey can you go save this guy named I think it's Thomas Rush he's over he's in he when the game the game opens you're on a train funny enough yeah. uh, and the train crashes and then it's the end of Artyom's story he ends up in Hope County America <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so you're on you're on the train and there's a guy on there named uh, yeah I believe his name is Thomas Rush I was calling him Rush um, and he is sort of like the, the big hope of, of the of the world hope of Hope County yeah so he's the one that, can, that sort of can build these facilities build these uh, outposts and really help um, the the masses, but he gets kidnapped at the start, and your first mission is to go and get him. They believe he's in some coal mine up in the north. Sorry, that's the only target you have. It's like in about three thousand um, meters yeah. away, so about three k's away. That's where he is. Do whatever you want to get there. Mm. Did you like that? Please get there soon, but take your time. Yeah, like yeah. he's like he'll be there eventually. Like he'll be. There. It's likely that he's there. Just get there. So I'm piss he won't be there. He's not going to be there. When you get there, he's not. So I'm just piss farting my way around. One thing they have done, which is a little bit different here, which I really, really like, you do have like a base of operations. Oh. And within that base operations, you're using all the items that you're scavenging around the world to upgrade. 
So, you know, all you see so you're going around, you're collecting duct tape and springs and cogs and components and metal and, and you can use them to craft new weaponry or you can return it to your base and upgrade the base. Sound like the division, funnily enough. Mm. So it seems to be a good amalgamation of all, yeah. of all the other we, games. We're really together. getting down to what a Ubisoft game is. Now. Yeah, like they've really like there's a, there's a formula now. They're, they're, they're unapologetic. It's about a decent it. formula. Yeah, no, no it, it'll work. So I oh, same with Assassin's Creed now, actually too. Yeah. Scabbing sticks and stones and upgrade shit. And, yeah. So like I'm in, I'm certainly enjoying this this change. Uh, I like you know ha- having the base really cool and it sort of gives you cool opportunities to do more stuff if you go back there and go boop blah. Could you see this maybe as a test on them changing the Far Cry formula permanently going forward? I'd say so. Because, you know, Assassin's Creed never had um, tiered loot and RPG skill system and all that kind of... Until recently, and everyone seems to really, really like that in mm. Assassin's Creed. Maybe, well, maybe do, does, do we do this with Far Cry as well? Well, they've done it a smart way by making it a spin-off and not Far Cry exactly 6. How they if if, if it doesn't go well, everyone's like, well, that was only in the spin-off. This is Far Cry 6. Yeah. Far Cry 6 is what you know. Back to... Back to... Back to back to, yeah. back to basics. It's back to what you know and all love about Far Cry. So it's a really smart way to, go, to, to sort of get around that. Or everyone goes, hey, this system is really fucking good. And then, then they go, well, we'll you loved it in the in New Dawn. We're bringing it over here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, 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 I'm enjoying it. It's adding a cool bit of fun. So previously uh, in the past, like Outpost, as an example, uh, Outpost is still around, but they're not like towns that need to be liberated like they did in Far Cry 5. In this, they are uh, sort of like makeshift little shanty towns. Uh, that you, you go in there and you get ethanol, which is a, a key component in rebuilding your base. Um so by once you do that and you gain you know you get the original ethanol and components from uh liberating it you Mm. can then scavenge it is what they as they refer to which will then give you an extra which will then reopen the outpost Mm. with higher level enemies i thought you had trouble with when i got here that's what i was doing i put up to the next tier to see how gnarly it was no, it's Winalia. He died pretty quick. I died real quick. Multiple times. Yeah. yeah. So it means I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to come back here when I have that next tier uh, of I, I assume, weaponry. I assume your son throwing the teddy bear, giant teddy bear in front of the TV. It was probably... I didn't know. My wife kept walking in front of it too, yeah. which, you know, problems of, of a house. Um, if you want to talk, just come in here and play it. But yeah, no, like I, I really, I like this new sort of change. It adds a bit more to it rather than, because in Far Cry 5, like you do all the things, you liberate all the outposts, you clear it all out, and you're all right, sick. Move on to the next area. Yeah, and this does give a bit, bit of, I, I guess, a bit of, uh, bit of length in does, the game. Does sound a little bit more for me. Yeah, than the traditional. Well, it's only like twenty five gig or something, yeah. so it's on the Popsy account. Yeah. Just give it a download, maybe. Yeah, you can see it. Give it a little bit of taste. Because yeah. I haven't really liked Far Cry since Primal. Yeah, I liked three, liked Primal, four didn't do it for me, five didn't really do it for me. Yeah, so maybe yeah as a, as a, I'm disappointed at the moment that the villains aren't what I want them to be mm. um, saying that it's still very early days and they may move to something else well seeing as Anthem and the Division didn't do it for me I've got Metro and then the Sinking City is out the end of March so mm. if I need something in between I'll probably jump in give it yeah. a go no I'm, th- I'm thoroughly enjoying it and I and I can't wait to, uh, to kick more out of it a little bit um, but who knows maybe I'll get bored of it real fast Maybe. We'll find out next week, won't we? Let us know what you guys are thinking of uh, Metro Exodus and Far Cry New Dawn in those comments below or Facebook group and the Discords and all those sort of things. Or maybe you maybe you went and picked up Crackdown. <laughs> or Jump Force. Are we supposed to hate Crackdown? I don't understand. Oh, no, no. It's just funny that it it's that, oh, that game's been waiting for people waited 10 years for that game and it's still poo. Oh, uh, okay. 
That's what makes me giggle. Right. I like we did receive a code. I didn't use it because mm. I didn't want to play it. It was more of like a, I. I well, it's on Games Pass. Yeah, and so. it's three, and I don't remember. I didn't play one or two, mm. and I have no. I mean, I saw a few clips of it on Reddit. I'm like, I, that liked, looks pretty I cool. like Terry Crews, but yeah. yeah, I saw a few clips. I thought like, that looks alright. Just um, poor time to come out. I think. You yeah, know, very, Far Cry, very tough Metro, time. Apex out of nowhere. You got Anthem next week. Very tough time. Bad time. Very bad time. But yeah, let us know what you've been playing, what, you've been, what you're thinking of those games and see whether your thoughts align with Josh and mine or maybe they don't align at all. Yeah, maybe they don't align because you've actually played more than I have and you're like, Josh, you're fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Metro at all, you dick. But yes, yeah, so those are the games that are coming out this week. Uh, so, sorry, that they, these are games that we're playing right now. Let's look ahead at what games we might be playing in next week in a section we call Coming to the Players. New PlayStation games for February 19th, 2019. As always, this is the American list. Not all of these might be in Australia. Almost there. The platformer, PS4 Digital. Anthem, PS4 Digital and Retail. Yeah, what's, what's the description? Out of on Anthem? the 22nd. Of course I was going to read it. On a world left unfinished by the gods, a shadowy faction threatens all of humankind. The only thing that stands between these villains and the ancient technology they covet are the freelancers. Join up, join with up to three other players and assemble high-tech, handcrafted, uniquely powerful exosuits. Uh, Chroma Gun VR PSVR Digital Daggerhood PS4 PS Vita Digital Death and Request PS4 Digital and Retail well, It's amazing me that these kind of games get at retail releases What mm. the fuck is this? How are you doing this? <laughs> anyway uh, DreamWorks Dragons Dawn of New Riders PS4 Digital and Retail Farm Together Battle. PS4 Digital <laughs> Grow your own farm all by yourself or cooperate with your friends in this unique relaxing farming experience Start from scratch with a small plot and end with a huge farm that extends further than the eye can see mm, Out on the 20th, eh? Yes That's Thursday No, mm. Tuesday uh, Hacky Zack PS4 Digital Hellwaters PS4 Digital Hexamaze PS4 Digital Pode PS4 Digital, Queen's Quest 2, Stories of the Forgotten Past, PS4 Digital, Rim 9000, PS4 Digital, Steins Gate Elite, PS4 Digital Retail, Unexplored, Unlocked Edition, PS4 Digital. So obviously Anthem is a big hitter this week. And as is the farming game. As is, well you might want to know what it's actually called, Farm Together. Yeah, I'm going to have a look at it. I'll go check it out. Because there is another game that came out this week that caught my interest. It was called Cook, Serve, Delicious 2. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it's this weird looking cafe game. I kind of want to jump on it. I'm sure it's bite, but I want to play it. Just looking at farm together. Is it worth it? I just want to get a quick look at the. Uh, what just it? what it looks like. like is it Stardew? Is it? Is it? Um, that's not it. That game came out in twenty seventeen. Oh, real farm. That's not what I want. Go back. Farm together review. Is it worth it? I'm gonna. Uh, it should already be muted. But anyway, yeah. So uh, the 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 ca- it looks like it's a game where you run like a cafe or some shit. And then you sort of, you know, using your button prompts, you decide what goes where and you've got to all time it. And This looks nice. Oh, it looks all right. It kind of looks... Let's skip forward a bit. Ooh. No, I'm feeling it. I'll just skip for you a little bit more. Yeah, no, so, so we'll have to go check it. Oh, Ooh, oh, day-night oh, cycle oh, tractor. And a, you have me a day-night cycle and a tractor that just jumps. So doesn't, you don't actually have to do tractoring. So it looks to be using sort of the basic layout of like uh, like a Harvest Moon with the idea of the three, you know, the... the the, the squares rather than sort of individual things like you would in your farming simulator it looks very cute look and how very quick cartoony. this motherfucker just planted that tree ready let's go bam there's a tree I'm gonna have to check this out uh, clearly they're playing on PC because that frame rate is very high <laughs> um, I'd say it's gonna be about 20 bucks yeah you know what do it I'm doing it do it 
you might I'm enjoy checking it. out Farm Together. If you want it together with my farm, let me know. <laughs> that PlayStation conversation happened on a Monday morning at 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time on YouTube and 8am on iTunes and Spotify and other podcast services. If you'd like to be a part of future conversations, please join us on Facebook, Discord, comment below. If you're feeling generous, join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash popculturists. Head over there, check out the tiers. There might be something there that interests you. I can see you still watching. If you do support us on Patreon, you can uh, record us. Uh, so you can watch us oh, record look, this tractors. Oh, what? Your tractors? He's doing donuts. Oh, Max Doys in the dirt and shit. <laughs> uh, if you do want us, uh, if you want us to watch us record this show live, you can uh, when you become a patron at any tier. Uh, there are aren't any other perks. See, this is why we read the drop because it's a little shit. But sometimes, yeah, sometimes there's that thing you go, wait, hang on. What well, had me in farming game, and then yeah. it looks pretty. It sick. actually looks good. Uh, yeah. So if you want to support uh, pop cultures on your body, head to popcultures.com/shop where you can buy shirts and phone cases and books, other sort of crap with our logo on it. Sure, we are unlike, us, these. We, unlike these ones because we we're lazy today. We are also on the Twitch, Twitch.tv/thepopcultures. And while you are listening to uh, for the players on the YouTube's and the pop and the podcast services, please go check out the Young and the Wrestlers. It is currently on podcast services only, but it should be on the what are they called? Feed. On the YouTube's. Oh. Very, very soon. Oh, you're doing that? Yeah, video? We have, we have the, we've, record, we've recorded video every time. Oh, okay. We don't have an in, intro video yet. So I'm trying to get that uh, nailed down. I, I do have uh, someone, I have Dash, yeah. taking a look at it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he should be, we should have that very, very soon. The obvious so, thing is the bold, the young and the restless intro, mm-hmm. but with like the top players' faces just put That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> I don't know that, if you can I, do like, that. I gave it with Dash. I'm like, see what you can do. So yeah. hopefully it comes out with something good. But what'll probably happen is because there's seven episodes to date at this point, we'll probably go, here's one, and then three hours later, here's another one, three oh, hours yeah. later, here's another one. So you're not getting like, man, here's seven all on your feet at once. So yeah. we'll, we'll sp- I'll spread it out over a couple of days. Fair. Make it not too gnarly. But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Josh Saunders. And that was for the players. This is farming. No, farm together. Yeah, we're farm together. Come back, farm together.